0: Welcome to SEC's Vision Moments, which is an inspirational video cast by our staff and leadership team that'll help you stay connected throughout the week. I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. Hi, my name is Julie Lewis. I'm the Associate Pastor here at SEC, and I wanna say welcome to Vision Moments, which is an inspirational video cast that provides vision, insight, and growth opportunities for you to stay resourced, connected to our staff and team, and engaged in our vision to love God and to love people. So as you may know, Troy and I, and the kids, Tucker and Tatum, as well as Troy's parents and brother, were all on a recent United flight that, to put it mildly, experienced some trouble. We had been planning this trip to Hawaii for over a year to celebrate Troy's parents' 50th wedding anniversary. And we had bought flights and flip-flops and we had each done two COVID tests. We had purchased hotels and whale watching tours and Pearl Harbor tours and all the things. And we get on the plane and we sit down in our seats. Me and Tatum, our 10 year old, we were on row 27 right over the wing on a huge Boeing 777, huge plane. And Troy and Tucker were in the seats right behind us, and Troy's parents and brother, were several rows back. And so we get on the plane, we taxi, and soon thereafter, we take off. Ah, you know that feeling after you go through all the work of getting to go on vacation. It's always so much. Like, let's hurry and do a bunch of stuff so that we can go relax. And I remember Tatum was recording some TikToks on her iPad right outside the window as we were taking off. And I remember turning to her and saying, doesn't flying make you sleepy? And I closed my eyes, and BAM! And what I saw next, I can still picture in my mind, right outside our window. A crazy bright flash of light, lots of smoke, and parts literally falling off the plane. And I froze. I've heard other accounts of what happened next, but I was completely paralyzed. And since then, I've read about how your brain is designed to freeze in a crisis so that it can focus and figure out what to do next. But I just could not believe what I was seeing. And it's funny. It's not funny. But my first thought was this, is we are not going to Hawaii. But my second thought was this, as was every person's thought on this plane. I am going to die today. And so I grabbed Tatum and we held on to each other for our lives and the plane was eerily quiet after the initial shock. And we sat there wondering, when is this plane going to go down? And a few minutes passed as the plane held steady and finally the captain came on and he said, ladies and gentlemen, we've experienced a right engine failure. And I'm like, yeah, we can see that. And then he said, we'll be back to update you shortly. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, what is happening? And the minutes ticked by excruciatingly slow. Ten seconds seemed like ten years. And after another few minutes, he finally came back and he said, We will be going back to the Denver airport and we will be landing. It'll be a normal landing and we'll be there in ten minutes. And so we turned slowly and we went back. And for the next ten minutes, it was completely quiet on this plane as we held our breath and prayed. I could hear Troy and Tucker praying behind us and Tatum Tatum and I were praying up a storm. We were praying that God would protect us, that God would give the pilots wisdom as to what to do, that God would save us, that his angels would go out on the wing and keep us up and not crash. And then after what seemed an eternity, the pilot came on again and he said, we'll be landing in four minutes. And we kept praying and we were literally counting the seconds backwards. And then finally, touchdown. We were immediately surrounded by eight fire trucks, but we were on the ground, and we were safe. Now, I could say a lot of things about this experience, but more than anything, I'm glad just to be on the ground, able to say anything at all. Our engine failed and exploded, and I, as I learned when we landed, it was on fire, which, thank God, we couldn't see from our perspective. And our plane was shedding parts all over the Denver area, but no one got hurt, and we are okay. And so what do you take away from an experience like this? Well, for me, it has been so many things. But I think the biggest takeaway for me is this. I found a comment someone made on social media, and he referred to the experience and training of the flights, the way the plane is supposed to work when this happens, the expertise of the ground control, and the way the people responded on the plane. And he said, all of this led to 231 passengers and 10 crew members landing safe and sound. And then he said this, trust the process. And I saw that and I thought, wow, that's it. Because when it took us 20 minutes after the explosion to land, I was thinking, why aren't we landing now? Like, let's go. But after listening to the pilots communication, they had an opportunity to turn right around and land, but they said, no, we need to go through our checklist to make sure everything works for us to land. Trust the process. Trust that the pilots were gonna do their job. Trust that the hundreds of training hours they had were gonna kick into gear. Trust that the ground control was giving sound advice. Trust that God was listening to us. Trust that God was with us. Trust that he knew what was gonna happen and that he was actively responding on on our behalf. Trust that God knew that we would be on this plane even when it wasn't our original flight and that he knew that the engine would explode and that the Lewis family would be on this plane and that Troy would pull out his phone and record the whole thing like a crazy person, and then he would contact Nine News as soon as we landed so that the whole world would hear that everyone on that plane was praying and that God would get the glory for saving those 241 people. Now that is a process that I can trust. And so here's my question for you today. Are you in a situation right now where you just need to sit back and grab someone's hand and hold on, pray, and trust the process. Maybe you're waiting for something to happen, good or bad, or you're impatient about the figurative plane in your life that is going, that is, you're waiting on it to land, thinking about how it's taking too long, or you've even wondered if God is hearing your prayers, or if he, if he even knows what's going on. Like, hey, God, some stuff is on fire in my life right outside my window. Let me just say this, trust the process. Proverbs 3 5 says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Man, that scripture has new meaning for me today. Deuteronomy 31 8 says this, the Lord is the one who is going ahead of you. He will be with you. He won't abandon you or leave you, so don't be afraid or terrified. Psalm 112 says this, blessed is the person who fears the Lord, aka he trusts the process. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart remains secure, full of confidence in the Lord. His heart is steady, and he is not afraid. I don't know who that's for today, but maybe it's for all of us. Because the outcome in our life, and our problem, and our circumstance is in God's hands. It's our job to trust the process.